¿Qué pasó, mi gente? ¿Cómo están? ¿Cómo están todos? Buenas tardes. Uh, thank you again for tuning in to the Tomatodito Show. I'm beyond excited. This is an oldie but goodie that I got here today for you guys. And uh, I, as I'm putting together this series that I, I, I managed to put together, I started doing research. The inspiration behind this series was obviously because I got into talking about Bellator MMA. I got into talking about the UFC, their lightweight division, how excited I am as, as it's playing out and, um, and how it's going to play out here in the, in the next year or so with the, with so many lightweights. Uh, and I was calling it, uh, shark infested waters, right? You got, you got so many big names there in the lightweight division in the UFC with, uh, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, who are set to fight, uh, Tony Ferguson, Charles Oliveira gonna fight in December 2020, uh, later this month. Uh, you got Justin Gagey, you got Michael Chandler, who just signed over from, uh, Bellator, you got Dan Hooker, um, who else do you got? Um, Paul Felder, um, Dos Sanjos is out there. Uh, you name it, right? They got, they got really good names and it's an exciting division. Then I got into talking about Bellator and then, uh, out of respect to the fight game, out of respect to you, the fight fan and the MMA fan, uh, I, I had to give notoriety and, and give a shout out to the other organizations that are doing their thing. Uh, I, the last thing I want is for anybody to think that I'm biased because I'm watching these other organizations as well. Uh, constantly and and to not even mention them and just be biased towards Bellator UFC would be completely absurd and, and moronic of my part, right? Uh, there's a lot of organizations that are doing big things and they have something unique that they're offering to the landscape of of the fight game, and whether it's MMA related or boxing related or a form of, but they've been doing big things and uh, and good for them, right? And if I could bring them a little bit more notoriety, if it's an organization that you never heard of before until you heard it here, then great. Hopefully it builds some interest within you and you go click on their website, you keep an eye out for their next event, you support them, you check them out. And, um, and that's great. That's then, then the purpose was well served, right? Um, so, so that'll make me happy. Um, Today, the oldie but goodie that I'm mentioning is one that if you haven't heard about this, I'm sure you have, but if you haven't heard about this organization, they're still going, they're still kicking. And I got excited to see because it's something that I thought of in of years past that I was so into. And I'm talking maybe 16, 17 years ago, if not more, that I used, that I caught wind of this organization and I was really big into it. I used to tune into it and watch it. And, uh, and they're still going around. So I started doing some research about them. And of course, I'm speaking about none other than the Tough Man contest. And right away, when you think Tough Man, you think of Butterbean, uh, Eric Butterbean Esh. Uh, and yes, he, he put him on the map, right? So the Tough Man contest, of course, let's, let's dive in and let's, let's check them out. They, they were established in 1979 by boxing promoter Art Door and, uh, an art door, of course, based out of uh, Bay City, Michigan. So 1979, we're looking at 41 years that they've been doing that, that, that they've been up and kicking and alive. So a long storied past, a long, uh, history in the fight game and, uh, and the Tough Man Contest is still alive and well. Uh, the premise, of course, of the Tough Man Contest is providing a platform for the novice and the amateur boxer and competitor. So a lot of times you would see them go into, uh, into arenas and you would have your construction worker, uh, fighting a, 
delivery guy or you know like that it was always when they would announce them it was always like the ups delivery driver versus the construction worker or so forth and that was in the early 2000s that i recall uh watching the tough man contest um and then you would have your boxers or your amateur boxers now one of the rules that they have there as i was reading on on their website and i was like what is it what what's the premise what's the qualifying premise for tough man because i always used to think that they were just picking people off the crowd and Maybe it was a case in some of the events, but I know that there has to be a standard, right, that they had to set. So one of the things that they said on there is that the competitors may not have more than five sanctioned wins within the previous five years from the date that they are looking to compete in. So uh, if they're if they're a, a boxer, maybe they were fighting at one point and they retired uh, they were a few years out of the game, then they wanted to come back or just compete in, in that tournament. If um, if they've been on a losing streak and they have one win in their last six or seven fights, then they could compete, right, within the last five years, as long as they don't have five sanctioned wins within the previous five years from what, from the date that they're looking to compete in. So that's that's how we would see some some big names uh, compete and and go through the tough man contest. Uh, they normally abide by the the rules and regulations uh, depending on the particular state in which they're holding their events. Uh, so, and, and most of the rules that they usually uh, abide by are the standard amateur boxing rules. Uh, the competitors fight uh, three two minute rounds with a one-minute interval, and that's for men. And then for women, they fight three one-minute rounds with either 45 seconds to a minute interval, uh, depending on the contest. And they usually specify the rules uh, at the beginning of each contest and at the beginning of each event. So the 45 seconds, it's happened in some events. The one-minute interval has happened in other events, and that's as, uh, as it concerns two women contests. For men, pretty standard three two-minute rounds. Uh, they wear 16-ounce gloves and protective headgear, and that's for everybody. Uh, the popularity, as I was mentioning there, they hit their highest peak in the early 2000s, and it was actually between 2000 and 2004 from the research that I pulled. Uh, 2000 to 2004, and I recall seeing them on the FX networks. Uh, they also have uh, Fox, regular Fox cable TV that used to air uh, their their events on. I'm sure there's a multitude of networks that used to air these depending on the region in which you find yourself in. But the FX network is where I used to catch uh, the Tough Man Contest early 2000s. And uh, and it was a weekly show. So I believe, if I remember correctly, it used to be on Tuesdays. I'm not too sure. I don't, I don't know if my memory is failing me. But I think on Tuesdays is when I used to tune into FX and watch it usually like at 10 o'clock at night or something like that. Um, their next event, they're not done. Like I said, they have a long history in the in the fight game a long storied past their next event is coming up january of 2021 uh some of the more no notable names butterbean obviously i mentioned at the top because when i think tough man I, I i recall the butterbean matches uh but some of the more notable names aside from butterbean mr t has has competed in the tough man contest uh mr t of course with uh, the a-team right the the fame from dating back to the 80s and the a-team uh, Tommy Morrison, uh, if you recall Tommy Morrison, Rocky Five, uh, Tommy Gunn in that movie, right? But Tommy Morrison, of course, uh, of the, uh, 
he has his fame from the, the 90s boxing, late 80s and early 90s. And they were always thinking that he was going to get to fight Tyson because he was just putting putting uh, opponents out, right? Just turning lights out. And he was a very powerful, very powerful puncher. And, uh, and he had his he had his heyday, right? Tommy Morrison. So he competed through a tough man contest. Joe Schilling, uh, famous MMA fighter, famous MMA coach. He has a big camp, Joe Schilling. Uh, Grady Brewer, if you recall, Grady Brewer was one of the boxers from uh, the Contender Series, Sugar Ray Leonard, and, and that, that venture that Sugar Ray Leonard and Sylvester Stallone had, the Contender Series, where you saw um, Peter Manfredo uh, go through the Contender Series. Uh, you had Sergio Mora compete in that Contender Series. And, um, and of course, Grady Brewer was one of the fighters that came out, I believe it was season two, not season one. Uh, Matt Mitrion, you've seen him in Bellator, you've seen him in UFC, you saw him in The Ultimate Fighter. Uh, Matt Mitrion has been around MMA for a while, and he competed here in the Tough Man Contest as well. Matt Sarah, Dana White's buddy, they go, uh, he's one of the, one of the co-hosts of Dana White looking for a fight and uh, has a very famous podcast, his radio show. And now he's a trainer. You see him in the camp with, um, uh, Adam, New Jersey, and, uh, he commentates fights and obviously a storied history in the UFC, famous fights against GSP. Uh, so Matt Sarah has also been one of the notable names that has gone through the tough man contest. Uh, listen, 1979, we're in 2020, soon to hit 2021 here, and they have a 41 year history in the fight game. The tough man contest, one of the staples of the fight game. Check them out. Their next event, January 2021. If you've never caught wind of this, uh, listen, check it out. It's an, it's an event of its own and, uh, and I get excited and I can't believe that I, I was forgetting about this organization. And I was like, I got to throw this in, in this series of, uh, of, of episodes that I put together for you guys. So thank you guys again for tuning in. Check these guys out. I'm tuning out here with a big smile on my face, just remembering the memories that I had here of the Tough Man contest and in its heyday in the early 2000s. So check them out. You can find their fights on YouTube and you'll have fun. It's a good time. It's bound to be a good time. Grab a beer, grab some scotch, grab your cigar, sit back, enjoy these. And I'm sure you're bound to, uh, to not only be entertained, but get a few laughs out of watching these, uh, these events. Um, awesome staple of, uh, uh, of the sport and, uh, and of the fight game. And it's a plus for us fight fans to have uh, events like this, like the Tough Man Contest still around. Um, and if you feel like uh, getting those butterflies out and, 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 and competing in one of these contests, check them out. You, you could definitely apply through their website uh, as a novice or amateur fighter and go compete against, against the regular Joes out there, right? So, so awesome, awesome contest that's still around. Good to see that they're still alive and kicking and that it's not a thing of the past, but they're still keeping it alive uh, and strong uh, as we stand here today. So thank you guys again for tuning in to the Tomatolito Show and stay tuned for more up and coming episodes and, uh, and I'll talk to you all soon. Take care.